scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome to week 30, day 2 of the daily Bible reading. Today we're in 2 Kings chapters 9 and 10, Psalm 49 and Matthew chapter 7. But before we begin, let's say a prayer. Our Holy Father, we are grateful that you've always given us your word, the ability to know what's right and wrong, and we know that you also give us the power to do it. We thank you for that, Father. We pray, Father, that you would help us to always be seeking what is right, to be seeking you with our whole hearts, Father. We pray that you would help us, that we would not hear your words and then forget about them, but as we read, that we would take them to heart. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's begin the reading in Second Kings chapter 9. Now Elisha the prophet called for one of the sons of the prophets, and he said to him, Gird your loins, and take this flask of olive oil in your hand, and go to Ramoth Gilead. Go there and look there for Jehu the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi. Go, for you must cause him to arise from among his brothers, and you must bring him into an inner room. You must take the flask of olive oil and pour it out on his head. You must say, Thus says Yahweh, I hereby anoint you as king over Israel. Then you must open the door and flee. Do not linger. So the young man, servant of the prophet, went to Ramoth-Gilead. He came and look, the commanders of the army were sitting there. He said, I have a word for you, O commander. Jehu said, For whom? For all of us? And he said, For you, O commander. He got up and went to the house and poured the olive oil on his head and said to him, Thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel, I hereby anoint you as king over the people of Yahweh, over Israel. You will destroy the house of Ahab your master, and you will avenge the blood of my servants the prophets, and the blood of all of the servants of Yahweh from the hand of Jezebel. All of the house of Ahab will perish, and I shall cut off all males from Ahab, both bond and free. I will make the house of Ahab like the house of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, and like the house of Baasha the son of Ahijah. The dogs will eat Jezebel in the territory of Jezreel, and there shall not be any one to bury her. Then he opened the door and fled. Then Jehu came out to the officers of his master, and they said to him, Peace, why did this madman come to you? And he said to them, You know the man and his foolish talk. Then they said, Liar, please tell us. He said, Thus and so he said to me, saying, Thus says Yahweh, I hereby anoint you as king over Israel. So they hastened each one to take his cloak, and they spread them under him on the bare steps, blew on the trumpet, and said, Jehu is king. So Jehu the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi, conspired against Joram. Now Joram was keeping guard in Ramoth-Gilead, he and all of Israel, because of the threat of Haziel king of Aram. But Joram the king had returned to heal in Jezreel from the wound which the Arameans had inflicted on him when he fought with Haziel king of Aram. Jehu said, If this is what you want, do not let him go out as a fugitive from the city to go to make it known in Jezreel. Jehu mounted his chariot and went to Jezreel, for Joram was lying there, and Ahaziah king of Judah had gone down to visit Joram. Now the watchman was standing on the tower in Jezreel, and he saw the company of Jehu when he came, and he said, I see a company. Joram said, Take a horseman and send him to meet them. And he said, Is it peace? So the rider of the horse went out to meet him, and he said, Thus the king asks, Is it peace? Then Jehu said, What do you have to do with peace? Turn after me. 
Then the watchman reported, saying, The messenger went up to them, but he did not return. Then he sent out a second horseman, and he came to them and said, Thus the king asks, Is it peace? Then Jehu said, What do you have to do with peace? Turn after me. So the sentinel reported, saying, He went up to them, but he did not return, and the driving is like the driving of Jehu, the son of Nimshi, for he drives with madness. Then Joram said, Get ready. So he got his chariot ready. Joram, king of Israel, went out, and Ahaziah, king of Judah, each with his chariot. They went out to meet Jehu, and they found him at the tract of land of Naboth the Jezreelite. When Joram saw Jehu, he asked, Is it peace? And he said, What peace is there while the prostitutions of your mother Jezebel and her sorceries are numerous? Joram turned his chariot and fled and said to Ahaziah, It's treason, Ahaziah! Then Jehu drew his bow and shot Joram between his shoulders, so that the arrow went out from his heart, and he slumped down in his chariot. He said to Bidkar, his third servant, Lift him out and throw him on the plot of the field of Naboth the Jezreelite. For remember, you and I were with the pair of chariots behind Ahab his father, when Yahweh pronounced this oracle against him. Since I saw the blood of Naboth and the blood of his children yesterday, declares Yahweh, I will requite it for you in this tract of land, declares Yahweh. So then lift him out and throw him on the tract of land according to the word of Yahweh. When Ahaziah king of Judah saw, he fled the way of Beth-Hagan. Jehu pursued after him and said, Shoot him also in the chariot. They shot him at the ascent of Gur, which is in Ibleam, and he fled to Megiddo, but he died there. Then his officers carried him to Jerusalem, and they buried him in his tomb with his ancestors in the city of David. In the eleventh year of Joram the son of Ahab, Ahaziah had become king over Judah. When Jehu came to Jezreel, Jezebel heard of it, so she painted her eyes with black eye paint, and adorned her head, and looked through the window. Now Jehu had come in the gate, so she said, Is it peace, O Zimri, murderer of his master? When he lifted up his face to the window, he asked, Who is with me? Two or three eunuchs looked down to him, so he said, Throw her down. So they threw her down, and her blood spattered on the wall and on the horses, and they trampled her. Then he came and ate and drank, and said, Please take care of this cursed one, and bury her, for she is the daughter of a king. When they went to bury her, they could not find her, except the skull, the feet, and the palms of her hands. They returned and told him, and he said, This is the word of Yahweh, which he spoke by the hand of his servant Elijah the Tishbite, saying, On the plot of ground of Jezreel the dog shall eat the flesh of Jezebel. So the dead body of Jezebel became dung on the surface, spread on the field in the plot of ground of Jezreel, so one cannot say, This is Jezebel. Chapter 10 Ahab had seventy sons in Samaria, and Jehu wrote letters, and he sent them to Samaria, to the officials of Jezreel, to the elders, and to the guardians of Ahab, saying, Now when this letter comes to you, and your master's sons are with you, the chariots are with you, the horses, a fortified city, and weapons, then you must select the best and most suitable from the sons of your master, and you must place him on the throne of his father, and they must fight for the house of your masters. But they were very afraid, and they said, Look, two kings could not stand before him. How can we stand? So whoever was over the house, and whoever was over the city, and the elders and the guardians, sent to Jehu, saying, We are your servants. All that you say to us we shall do. We shall not make any one king. Do what is good in your eyes. Then he wrote to them a second letter, saying, If you are for me, and you are listening to my voice, take the heads of the men of the sons of your master, and come to me at this time tomorrow at Jezreel. 
Now the sons of the king, seventy men, were with the leaders of the city who were raising them. When the letter came to them, they took the sons of the king, and they killed seventy men. Then they put their heads in baskets, and sent them to him at Jezreel. Then the messenger came and told him, saying, They have brought the heads of the king's sons. And he said, Put them in two piles at the entrance of the gate until morning. It happened in the morning that he went out, stood, and said to all of the people, You are righteous. Look, I conspired against my master and killed him. But who killed all of these? Know then that the word of Yahweh will not fail which Yahweh spoke concerning the house of Ahab. Yahweh has done what he spoke by the hand of his servant Elijah. Then Jehu killed all the remainder of the house of Ahab in Jezreel, all of his leaders, his close friends, and his priests, until there was no survivor left for him. Then he arose and went and came to Samaria. On the way he was at Beth-Ekid of the shepherds, and Jehu met the brothers of Ahaziah king of Judah. He asked, Who are you? They said, We are the brothers of Ahaziah. We came down for the peace of the king's children and the children of the queen. Then he said, Seize them alive. So they seized them alive, but then slaughtered them at the cistern of Beth-Ekid, forty-two men. He did not allow any of them to survive. Next he went from there and found Jehonadab the son of Rechab to meet him. He greeted him and asked him, Is your heart right with me as my heart is with you? Then Jehonadab said, Yes it is, give your hand. And he gave his hand and took him up to him on the chariot. Then he said, Come with me, look at my zeal for Yahweh. So he let him ride in his chariot. Then he came to Samaria, and killed all who remained to Ahab in Samaria, until he wiped them out according to the word of Yahweh which he had spoken to Elijah. Then Jehu assembled all of the people and said to them, Ahab served Baal a little, but Jehu will worship him greatly. So then summon to me all of the prophets of Baal and all of his servants and his priests. No man should fail to come, for I have a great sacrifice for Baal. Anyone who fails to come shall not live. Now Jehu was acting with cunning in order to destroy the servants of Baal. Then Jehu said, Sanctify a solemn assembly for Baal. So they proclaimed it. Jehu sent word throughout all of Israel, and all of the servants of Baal came. There did not remain a man who did not come. They came to the house of Baal, so that the house of Baal was filled from wall to wall. He said to the one who was over the wardrobe, Bring out clothing for all of the servants of Baal. So he brought the clothing out for them. Then Jehu and Jehonadab the son of Rechab came to the temple of Baal, and he said to the servants of Baal, Search and see that there is none of the servants of Yahweh here with you, only those who serve Baal. They came to offer sacrifices and burnt offerings. Now Jehu had stationed for himself eighty men outside, and he said, The man who lets anyone escape from the men who I am entrusting to you, he will pay with his life. It happened when he finished offering the burnt offering, Jehu said to the royal guard and to the officers, Come and kill them, let no man go free. So they put them to the sword, and the royal guard and the officers threw them out, and they went up to the citadel of the temple of Baal. They brought out the stone pillars of the temple of Baal and burned them. So they broke down the stone pillars of Baal, and destroyed the temple of Baal, and made it into a latrine until this day. So Jehu wiped out Baal from Israel. Only Jehu did not turn aside from the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, by which he caused Israel to sin, namely the calf-shaped idols of gold which were in Bethel and Dan. Yahweh said to Jehu, Because you have done well by doing right in my eyes, and you have done to the house of Ahab according to all that was in my heart, 
Therefore sons of the fourth generation will sit for you on the throne of Israel. But Jehu was not careful to walk in the law of Yahweh God of Israel with all his heart. He did not turn from the sins of Jeroboam by which he caused Israel to sin. In those days Yahweh began to reduce Israel, so Haziel defeated them in every territory of Israel from the Jordan eastward, all of the land of Gilead, the Gadites, the Reubenites, and the Manassites, from Arur which is on the Wadi Arnon, and Gilead and Bashan. Now the remainder of the acts of Jehu and all that he did, and all of his powerful deeds, are they not written in the scroll of the events of the days of the kings of Israel? So Jehu slept with his ancestors, and they buried him in Samaria, and Jehoahaz his son became king in his place. Now the days which Jehu had reigned over Israel were twenty-eight years in Samaria. Psalm 49 For the music director of the sons of Korah, a psalm. Hear this, all you peoples, give ear, all you inhabitants of the world, both low and high, rich and poor together. My mouth will speak wisdom, and the meditation of my heart will be understanding. I will incline my ear to a proverb, I will propound my riddle on a lyre. Why should I fear in times of calamity, when iniquity surrounds me at my heels, those who trust their wealth and boast about the abundance of their riches? Surely a man cannot redeem a brother, he cannot give to God his ransom, since the redemption price for their life is costly and it always fails, so that he may stay alive forever and not see the pit. For he sees that the wise die, together with the fool and the brute they perish, and leave their wealth to the next generation. Within them they think their houses are forever, their dwelling places from generation to generation. They name their lands by their own names. But man cannot continue in his pomp. He is like the beast that perish. This is the journey of those who have foolish confidence, and those after them who accept their sayings. Selah. Like sheep they are destined to Sheol. Death will shepherd them. But the upright will rule over them in the morning, and their forms will be for Sheol to consume, far from his lofty abode. Surely God will ransom my life from the power of Sheol, because he will receive me. Selah. Do not fear when a man becomes rich, when the wealth of his house increases, because when he dies he will not take away any of it. His wealth will not follow down after him. Though he congratulated his soul while he was living, and people will praise you when you do well for yourself, it will go to the generation of his fathers. Never will they see light. Humankind in its pomp, but does not understand, is like the beasts that perish. All right, now let's read Matthew chapter 7. Do not judge that you will not be judged, for by what judgment you judge you will be judged, and by what measure you measure out it will be measured out to you. And why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the beam of wood in your own eye? Or how will you say to your brother, Allow me to remove the speck from your eye, and behold, the beam of wood is in your own eye? Hypocrite! First remove the beam of wood from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy to dogs, or throw your pearls in front of pigs, lest they trample them with their feet, and turn around and tear you to pieces. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened for you. For every one who asks receives, and to the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks it will be opened. Or what man is there among you, if his son will ask him for bread, will give him a stone? Or also, if he will ask for a fish, will give him a snake? Therefore, if you, although you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, 
how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Therefore in all things, whatever you want that people should do to you, thus also you do to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate, because broad is the gate, and spacious is the road that leads to destruction, and there are many who enter through it, because narrow is the gate, and constricted is the road that leads to life, and there are few who find it. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inside are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. They do not gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles, do they? In the same way, every good tree produces good fruit, but a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree is not able to produce bad fruit, nor a bad tree to produce good fruit. Every tree that does not produce good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. As a result, you will recognize them by their fruits. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and expel demons in your name, and perform many miracles in your name? And then I will say to them plainly, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore anyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain came down, and the rivers came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it did not collapse, because its foundation was laid on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain came down, and the rivers came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it collapsed, and its fall was great. And it happened, when Jesus finished these words, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, because he was teaching them like one who had authority, and not like their scribes. All right, well that's the reading for today. Until next time, keep meditating on the Word of God.